the blast from our past network. Nichts, keine Telefonzelle, gar nichts. Sie kommt mir nicht mal ein Taxi rufen, nichts. Da bin ich zur U-Bahn gegangen und in der Bahn, da war so ein Penner und der, der ist irgendwie hingefallen und da waren auf einmal Contis. Ich bin raus, wie immer halt. So ein alter Reflex. Talking Back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. Today, we are covering the movie Run, Lola, Run from 1998. Dean, welcome. What's up? You wanted to do this movie because you love running scenes. And dude, this entire movie is a running scene. The whole movie is a running scene. The entire movie, like at least 80% of the run time of this movie is running. Um, it's, it's beautiful. It's brilliant. I love this movie so much. It's actually just one of my favorite movies. I love it. And what's your history with it? Not deep. Uh, I remember like, I remember when it was coming out. I just remember that like that red hair and the running. I remember seeing like previews for that and wanting to watch it, but I never did. I never watched it. The first time I saw it was like months ago, like maybe three months ago was the first time I ever saw it. And it's just, I love it. I love it so much. Can't stop thinking of it about it. Um, it's, I'm going to just say it's one of my favorite movies, even though I've only seen it now three times. When when did your obsession with running scenes in movies start? That's a good question. Um, so I've always been a really big Tom Cruise fan, and he's like kind of the well, that, the go to on the running, right on the intense running. That guy can run. So I kind of just realized after watching many Tom Cruise movies, and and I was trying to I was kind of trying to break down why I really really love him, and obviously he does like all these ridiculous stunts so that's why i loved him but then i broke down some scenes that i really love and a lot of them had to do with him just like running and pumping his arms so hard and i was like i just love how much he gives in the run so then i just started to actually take note of times when people were running in movies and realized that i also do really enjoy that i just like the the choices that they're making during their run um so whether it's a fast run or like we talked about in bond he just does a little jog over to the other side of the room and i thought it was so funny <laughs> because it's like why did you just why did you do that little jog it's it's just yeah i find it very funny so uh that, i think it started with tom cruise that's that's sort of when it started okay cool yeah uh, i think that's a very unique thing dean um yeah maybe <laughs> I, I don't really pay attention to running i didn't even yeah. know that this was a thing loving the running scenes in movies yeah you should coin a phrase for it because it might be new i should yeah i should i should coin a phrase for it yeah but this is i mean this is a best running movie for me this is the top this is the best running movie this is a good one i have another one in mind that i want to do um you know whenever we get to it but just yeah, watching yeah. this one has kind of like inspired me to want to do that one so we'll get to that 
Now you said you okay, saw cool. this movie three times. This was my second time watching it. So cool. I rented this one back in the early 2000s. Uh, I had also heard about it, you know, decided to just check it out. I remember liking it, um, but I was definitely very excited to watch it again for the podcast to see what it was all about. And damn, man, it, it's like, it was way better than I remembered. Yeah, it rules. It, it it's rules. so good. I remembered it being good, yeah. but it is like, it's a really, really well-made Oh yeah, pretty unique movie. Yeah, it's not just like it has a gimmick, but it's not just about the gimmick. Like it's also just a really good movie and like super tight, especially for like what they're doing. They're doing like a unique thing, but the movie's still pretty tight. Yeah, and I'd say the gimmick, like while it's a gimmick, it's not a cheap gimmick. It's like a really no. well thought yeah. out. Yeah, you know, let's spend three months making sure this gimmick is super tight. Exactly. Yeah. Now, this came out, uh, you know, at a time in the 90s where movies were trying to be as stylized as possible. You know, we've talked about this a, a little bit um, with some of the movies we, we've covered from the mid 90s. Um, but this is just ultra stylized. Yeah. One reason just to check this out is for how uniquely like of a, of a film it is, just how it was made. Yeah. Dean, there were. 1,581 transitions in the film, which include edits, dissolves, wipes, fades, and more. And it made for an average shot length of 2.7 seconds. Nice. That's wild. <laughs> That's wild, man. And you'd think hearing that, you'd think like, oh, I don't want to watch a movie that's just like cut, 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 cut. You don't even really notice it. No, there's because it's not like happening every two and a half seconds, right? That's just what it averages right. to because they do some really quick things. Exactly. And they do some really quick things really often. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that is an interesting number. 2.5 seconds. Yeah. 2.7. You either don't notice it or you do want it. Whatever it is, you, it's you should check it out. You should check out this movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. So Run, Lola, Run is a German film. It was released in 1998 with a budget of $1.75 million, and it grosses $23 million. Nice. So yeah. that's a hit right there for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sick. It's directed by a Tom Teichwer, and he directed several German films, as, as a, a German director would do. Uh, he also helped out the Wachowskis with Cloud Atlas. He directed Cloud Atlas. Uh, that's probably his most like notable North American work. But yeah. he also composed some music for a couple of the Matrix films. And he was the German dialogue translator on Inglorious Bastards. Okay, whatever, cool. Whatever that job entails. I mean, yeah, obviously nice. translating dialogue, but but what does that even mean? Is he just uh, yeah. helping on set with people who don't speak both languages or yeah, maybe. something like that? Maybe. Or like helping people with like what the what their dialogue means. Yeah. You know, helping them with what their dialogue means so that they can deliver the performance with it as well. Seems like a pretty fun job. Yeah. Now, Dean, I figured I would set this movie up because it's quite complicated. And yeah, I was, I was thinking, Tim, I was thinking, I was like, how the hell are we going to go through this? I have no idea. I have no idea what he's going to do 
All right, bring it to me. What are we gonna do? Well, just I think all we need to do is just set it up and okay, explain. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, you know the the way that they've made this film. Okay, yeah, and it it's very interesting because the movie basically plays out in three similar realities. In each reality, the goal is the same for the main characters, Lola and Manny. They need to collect 100,000 German marks, but the path to getting to that money changes in each reality based upon the subtle changes in choices made by Lola. So I think that'll give us a bit of a footing here. And then as, yeah, as, as we go through, we should be able to, um, you know, expand on that a little bit. But yeah, I did read, Dean, this is cool. I read that Run Lola Run was the initial inspiration for the three-day cycle in The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, which came out in 2000. Oh, that's really cool. Didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, I thought that was really neat. Yeah. And this, Dean, is only our second dubbed film that we've ever done. Right, yeah, yeah. Barely noticing this one. Yeah, you do barely notice for some reason. Again, because it's mostly running. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. There's like not a lot of talking, really. There, there are. There's there is obviously, talking, but there is quite a bit of talking in the scenes where there isn't running. Yeah. The movie starts out with a T.S. Eliot quote that is, we shall not cease from exploration and the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. Now, when I read that, I was thinking, oh, okay. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That helped you, Tim? <laughs> what? What? What, what does that mean? Tim, I have no idea what that means. I, I read it, too, and I was like, huh? But by the end of the movie, Dean, you, you like understand exactly what that means, because that one quote basically sums up the entire movie. Yeah, I think um, I think it helps at the end. Um, it helps at the end to... Yeah, yeah. To the movie, actually, yeah, you're right. The movie helps at the end to understand that quote. But what's tough with quotes at the beginning of movies is we don't write them down, so we don't remember exactly what they said. Yeah. So like us doing this and looking back on it, we're like, oh yeah, that made sense. But when you're just watching the movie and that thing goes by and you're completely confused, by the time you get to the end, you're not like remembering that quote back at the beginning you know it works better in a book where you can like flip back right. to that as you're reading and be like oh yeah i'm gonna check in on that quote at the beginning and see how that's going can't really do that with this movie so yeah well while the quote is like cool and works with the movie i don't know about it being at the beginning throw it at the end even because then like then it, or throw it again again at the end or something you know just to remind us yeah i think hey let's throw it at the end i think that makes more sense if, if yeah, your quote yeah. is supposed to mean something to us Throw it at the end. Then maybe we can like yeah. figure it out. But the only way that you're going to figure this one out is if you watch the movie again, kind of close to your first viewing, and you're like, oh, that's what that means. Right, yeah. But up front, it's just like, oh, this movie's a snob. Yeah, exactly. That's the feeling. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, whatever. I, I guess I'm not going to understand this one. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, thinks it's so smart. Yeah, look at you with your confusing <laughs> quote, early on quote. Oh, yeah, which is funny because the movie isn't like pretentious at all. That's what's actually really—it's not pretentious. That's what I really, really it's, like it's about it. Very existential, though. 
it's very existential very but it's not like it doesn't think it's so smart no it definitely like, not the movie doesn't come it doesn't come across to me like the person making it's like i'm so smart no no now we start off hearing a stopwatch which is played often throughout this movie and that automatically makes you feel like you're running out of time i love mm-hmm. you know how that works in movies it just you don't even really see anything the stopwatch kicks in and i'm like oh shit oh we i love it hurry up we have to hurry we have to hurry yeah let's go let's go let's go let's go faster here uh there's nothing even on the screen nothing on the screen come on let's go we're late you're looking at a clock and i'm like we need we need to move on from the clock Uh, time's ticking (laughs) then there's a very dreamlike and uh existentialist opening as i had mentioned that this movie is um it's a scene with narration saying things like, do we believe in anything at all? An answer will only give way to more questions. In the end, the question is always the same, and so is the answer. Everything is pure theory. Then the opening credits kick in, and it's all cartoony animation of Lola running through some really weird tunnels. Now, I love that they hit us in the face with animation in this movie. Yeah. Really, really cool. It was done really well in this movie. So it's not, it wasn't jarring or anything. It's not like, I don't think you'd say, oh, there's animation in the movie. It kind of sucked. Like it is like, it's bang on. It's perfect. Oh yeah. Now the intro though, it was like watching a five-year-old's cartoon nightmare though. It was really weird. Right. I like it. Uh, I, I really like this opening and being this and having this animation in the opening. I think it sets up. It, it sets me in the right mood because like the movie is going to be very unique. Um, like you said, very stylized. A lot of they're trying a lot of cool things. Um, and this opening just kind of gets me there already. You know, we've already had we've had the quote. We've had the the talking. And then all of a sudden it's just like animated running <laughs> it's like what am, what am i watching what is this how does this all fit together so you're already just kind of, and the music is just like pumping right you're already going with the music uh i just feel excited at this point i i love that it's i love that it's so unique it's so unique to get you into that that mood for this movie yeah the music which is techno is just pumping the entire time i love it we are introduced to all of the characters in the movie every yeah. single one of them in a very stylized way as well with what looked like mug shots of each of the right. characters showing up on the screen with their names. And sometimes there'd be two characters on the screen. Sometimes there's four really, really cool though. Um, then we meet Lola and Manny. They're talking on the phone. Manny is very upset. He thinks he's going to be killed and we get to see some of what transpired in flashback scenes and the flashbacks are all in black and white, which was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think you always necessarily need to do that, but it's, it's really easy for the viewer to understand. It's a flashback just with that simple visual cue. So yeah, definitely. I, I appreciated that. Yeah. We watch via flashback that Manny was a bag man on a drug deal and Lola was supposed to pick him up. But someone stole Lola's scooter so she couldn't get to him in time, which led to Manny having to take the subway where he accidentally leaves the bag that had 100,000 German marks in it. And it gets picked up by a homeless man instead. 
back to their phone call, Manny says, Lola's always telling him that love can do anything. So here's a great opportunity for love to find 100,000 marks in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, if it can do anything, why can't it do that? He's that a... falls into the umbrella of anything, Tim. Prove prove your quote is accurate, he says. <laughs> I, I, I love get that. Me, yeah, oh yeah, get me 100,000 marks in 20 minutes and like get them to me yeah. in 20 minutes. That would be hard to do if you had a bag of $100,000 yep. beside you. We see that in this movie. I think this movie is pretty clear that if she even had it right beside her, it would still be pretty tough to get it to him on time. <laughs> it's awesome. Now, bad guy thug Ronnie is going to be there really soon to pick up the money. And if Manny doesn't have that money, Ronnie's going to kill him. Yeah, Ronnie's a, Ronnie's a hard ass. Ronnie's not going to let anything slide. This was supposed to be a test. This was supposed to be a test to see if Manny could... Uh, you know, move up in the ranks of uh, in in Ronnie's favor here to take on some some serious jobs, I guess. Um, yeah, so this is uh, he's he's very scared. He's very afraid. Uh, uh, Manny is that uh, he is going to be murdered. I like what they do with Ronnie, the thug, because he has zero lines. I think you yeah. see him two times in the entire movie for probably an on-screen presence of ten seconds. But we get it. We know what a thug oh, is. Yeah. We know what a drug dealer who doesn't get his money is going to do. So they spend zero time digging into this guy's character, which we don't need. It would have just been yeah. like unnecessary like f- footage to see this. It would have made the movie longer. Great runtime on this movie, like 81 or 82 minutes or something. Yeah. Tight. Tight. Yeah. But, and that's like with credits. It's like... yeah. Probably like 79 before the credits. Yeah, but uh, great use of the Ronnie character. And, uh, you know, directors out there take note. You can, you don't have to give every character a background, you know, if, especially if the character is a trope, like we already understand the trope. You don't have to explain the trope to us. We understand it. Yeah, he doesn't say a word and we know exactly his deal and how tough he is and how serious the situation is. And that's also because... Our two main actors, you know, uh, you know, Lola and Manny in this movie are incredible and they're getting it across to us and they're carrying a lot of that weight. So I think without this, without these two actors in here, we might not get it. But like, man, Manny is just so good at freaking out. Their performances, Manny and Lola, are so excellent. Yeah, they are so good. So excellent. So excellent. Yeah, you're right. Manny plays intense. Like that, he's one yeah. of the best intense actors I think I've ever seen. It's really impressive. Yeah, yeah. Manny. <laughs> they say his name so much right at the. They really like, do. Lola says his name so much right at the beginning. Yeah, which I also really like because you're just like I know who Manny is. Like you just you just know now who your main character is because she says his name, or one of your main characters. Lola's the main character, but the other one, because um, she says his name just like five times within a, a minute or something. Yeah. So while they're having this phone conversation, everything is feeling very intense and very unsettling because yeah. this is a very serious situation. The techno won't let you catch your breath. It's just, it's pounding no. you. And it makes you really feel like you want to scream or like shout out stop. And yep. that's exactly what Lola does here. It's too intense for her and she screams. But her, yep. her scream is so high pitched that it breaks a bunch of glasses in her apartment. Great. I thought that was pretty cool. 
So maybe we don't know yet, but maybe she's an X Man. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She could have. She the, could be. She, she could be. Might have Screecher the mutant or gene. Something. <laughs> gene, yeah. <laughs> Who's Banshee's cousin? Siren is that her name? Uh, yeah, I think that's. I was. Yeah, I think Siren is. That's uh, the screamer, right? Yeah, 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 the, yeah. yeah. Could be her. Maybe it could be could an origin be. story that we're watching. I don't know. Could be, yeah. We'll find out. Now, Dean, if Lola doesn't get to Manny in the 20 minutes, he says he's going to rob a grocery store for the money. So the countdown's on. We hear the clock ticking again. The techno pumping hard. It's at this point, I don't know, we're probably like maybe 10 minutes into the movie. I take notice of how much fun I'm having already. Like I'm already. ready for this to get going. This is just the, yes. we're just in the warm-up phase too. You can tell they're just trying yes. to set the movie up, but they do it so fast. Everything's happening so fast and it's so intense. And I'm I'm just ready. I'm ready to go. I'm really enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. Tim, I'm actually going to I'm actually going to say why I watched this movie too because um I have a friend who's really into uh classic movies and foreign movies and I told him to make me a list of 100 movies because those are the movies I haven't seen. I haven't seen a lot of classics, I haven't seen a lot of foreign movies. I asked him if he'd give me a list of 100 movies I could watch that he thought I would like and he did. He made me a list of 100 movies and on the list was Run Lola Run. So I, this is the first one I picked off the list. I oh, was just wow. like, okay, let's do it. Let's let's do this list, all right? And I was like, oh, Run Lola Run, the one I wanted to watch. I threw it on, and right at this point, you know, after this first scene is in, I'm like, this is incredible. I can't wait to get to every movie on this list. It's gonna be the best. You're like, this list fucking rules. <laughs> this list fucking <laughs> this rules, and it's been like ever. ten minutes of the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I'd like to see that list. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah, great list. So Lola's trying to think who she can get that much money from in 20 minutes. And this is very, very cool. The camera is spinning around her. Like it goes around 360 degrees around her head. And the faces of the people she's thinking of flash up on the screen in front of her. And I just thought that was a real like cool technique. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen anything like that. Like I've seen cameras spinning around people, but to flash up images while it's happening, it was really neat. Really neat and like, fla yeah, flashing the images of the people she's thinking of, of who she can go and get the money to. And it's like, this is, I feel like this is how your brain works, but like it works a little bit faster than that. But it's like, it starts out with the big pool of everyone it could be. And then it's like slowly narrows it down until you get to like, oh, this or that person, this or that person. Then you make your decision. And then, you know, she's, then she knows where she's going to go. Yeah. She lands on her dad and she starts running. And the movie kicks back into the cartoony animation style here. As Lola yeah. is running down a hall, we see a dog bark at her and distract her for a second. Then she runs out onto the street where it's back to live action. And this is where we get to see our very first scene of Lola running, Dean. So as our resident yeah. running advisor, break it down for yeah. us here. It rules. Um, so things I like about this run. Uh, so what I want to see here in this running is that it is desperation running. Like, this is as hard as she can run. 
uh, in the moment. She can be tired and not being going very fast, but it, I need the desperation, the desperation running. Okay, can I stop you for She's a second? Long, yeah. Are you always looking for desperation running, or is it just in this movie? No. Like in the different movies, you're looking for a different running yeah. style depending on the different situation and scenario? Exactly, Tim. That's very involved, Dean. Wow. Yeah, what fits the situation? Because that's what I find fun and interesting. It's like, what did the actor do in this moment to fit the situation of when they were supposed to run? So desperation is what I want here because she's got 20 minutes. No moped, right? We already saw it stolen. Yeah. So she's got to run. She's got to run there. Um, just long strides. It's great. Just big, big strides, big arm pumps. Running's all in the arms, big arm pumps. Hair, her red hair flying back like in the with the wind with the speed that she's running it's so great i i am obsessed with the running in this movie i'm obsessed with her running in this movie it looks like she's running you know so hard it doesn't necessarily look like she's running so fast it just looks like she's running so hard um which is you know it, it's all i want it, it looks like it's as hard as she can run um yeah it's 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 excellent there's different angles that we get it at which i also like you know there's the cool side angle that we're going to get a lot of, which is where you kind of see the hair blowing and the arms pumping. We're going to get, you know, further up angles of just her running through a scene, like just run. The camera will be like bird's eye view and she just like runs across a street and it's it's just great. It looks so good. Yeah, she is a great runner. Like she she great. does not look like your typical you know, actor or actress who's just running in a movie. Like she, it looks yeah. like she was a track star at some point, or she trained very, very hard in running to pull this off. Cause man, that girl can move. Yeah. You know what? I read an interview with her and she says, I'm not a runner. I smoked two packs a day. Then <laughs> she's like, I, I have never been a runner. I just, uh, I knew I had to do it. And I knew I, she's like, I love the script. I love the movie. And I knew I had to run a lot. So we just did it. Wow. Maybe that yeah. accounts for some of the 2.7 second cuts. She's like, right. <laughs> five strides and then cut. They edited it all together very well. Cause it looks like she's running. It looks great. great. Distances really, yeah. really hard. Uh, that's a funny uh, tidbit of information. Yeah. I would not have guessed that she was I know. a smoker. I know, because that's what looks, she looks like she's like good at running. You know, she's just like standing tall while she's running. That that too, you know, it just like looks like a good run. Standing tall, arms just pumping hard. It looks good. Maybe that's what added to the desperation um, yeah. that comes across she for dying. you. She's dying. She can't do <laughs> yeah, it. She can't, wind. she can't run. <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh, I love it really so good. much. I really, I'm, I'm really now enjoying the picture in my head of her like doing a sprint and then sitting down and having a cigarette. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's great. They should have thrown that into the movie somewhere. At least somewhere, right? <laughs> I love how much they make her stick out, though. Like, she is yeah. so obvious in the movie. She has bright yeah. red hair. She has a blue tank top, so the opposite color of her hair, and then gre yeah. green pants. Just very, very noticeable. Yeah. Also, what makes all these scenes really good is that you know, and why they can do some of those wide, you know, wider shots from further away because you can see her, you know, where she is. She's the one with all the colors, yeah. you know, running through. Yeah, I love it. Now, as she's running, she randomly encounters three people on her way to see dad. There is a lady pushing a baby carriage, a man riding a bike and a man driving in a car. And each encounter is very quick because she's running. But after each encounter, the movie flashes forward 
through that person's life, showing us how they end up after this encounter with Lola. So yeah. really interesting. Dean, what did you think of this technique in the movie? Uh, it's, it's great. Can we, like, can I talk about how they're using it? Yeah. Okay, so, like, we're going to get to other runs in this movie because we've already mentioned that it's, you know, different, the same scenario playing out different times. She's going to, something's going to happen in her run that she's either faster or slower getting to those people. And the different interactions is going to then change what happens to them in their life. And I I love this idea that it, it's sort of the butterfly effect. You know, it's that the smallest differences in a day, the smallest different encounter you have with someone could end up changing what you do the rest of that day, which could end up changing the rest of your life just because of what happened in that day. Um, so I, I love it. And I love how fast they gave it to us, to us. You know, they just gave it to us through these really quick pictures, like just like 10 pictures on the screen taking us through their life, but like one second each, you know, it was just like, bam, 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 bam. And you just kind of see what happens and how that person turned out. And then we're just right back to the movie. I just thought it was like really cool. I love this idea that the smallest thing, the smallest change could change your, your direction. You know, it not, not always, but it could. Um, and depending on, yeah, depending on the smallest of thing, you know, it's not even like it's what it's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with the interaction with Lola. It just has to do with when that interaction happened and then how that would have affected the rest of that person's day. Yeah. It is the smallest thing Yeah, because yeah. the difference, you know, in her running of these three scenarios really boils down to maybe a one or two second difference at the beginning yeah um with something we'll touch on but there's a scenario that you know either slows her down by like one second or two seconds or yeah. doesn't and and that's enough to change all these encounters like sh she's running and she runs around a corner and she almost bumps into this lady pushing a baby carriage right and in all three scenarios there's probably half a second, maybe one second difference in her kind of like brushing past this lady. But each yeah. one has a very, you know, drastically different outcome for this lady. Yeah. You know, the first time we see her flash what happens in her life, it's terrible. It's a fucking terrible, violent and graphic, awful end to her life. And yeah. then <laughs> in the next run, a, a one second difference and she wins the lottery somehow wins the lottery yeah. and she's having like the greatest life ever. So it's really interesting, like how much they kind of drove that home that the smallest difference in your day can like ripple effect through your life and make everything turn out differently just yeah. from that small moment. Right. And yeah, that's, and I think what, sorry, I just say one more thing. Yeah. I think that's a very like true thing to life because yeah. I think there's there's close calls out there that can happen in your life um, that could change the course of your life. You know, obviously, like a yep. accidents are one of them. If you have a close call and you just narrowly miss getting in an accident, that's something that could have changed your life. If you got in that accident and got injured or something like that happened, like life is really fragile and the smallest of things, you know, could just cascade and cause avalanches down the road. So while it's kind of like 
it's it's jarring to watch it happen in this movie because they just give you like seven snapshots of a photo and it's a bit hard to take. I think the idea behind it is completely realistic and true. Yeah, and and I think what this movie does that I'm not sure, you know, I, I, I've seen with a lot of these types of things, at least they haven't made me think about it in this way, is this one really makes me think about time. It, it's all based on the time that it happens. So with your, with your example, it, with an accident, it's not just that you swerved out of the way because you saw the accident and it was really close and it was like, wow, close call. If I didn't swerve, I would have gotten that accident. It's more like if I was at this spot one second earlier, I would have hit that car. It's all about us moving through time and how if we move through time in like if we get to a certain place at a different time, that's what changes it. You know, for some reason, Lola, like rubbing shoulders with this person instead of barely missing her made her buy a lottery ticket for some reason. You know, it's it's just and and I think with a couple of the other ones that we will get to later, it's more just about the time when something is happening than it is like the actual situation. And I think that's really cool to think of that we are, I'm here right now in this time. I could be somewhere else right now in this time, but I, I chose to be here. Um, and, and it could just be, yeah, everything could be different if I was somewhere else at this time. Yeah, it's cool because time is the constant that you don't have control of. Right. Yeah. You can control yeah. where you are when you are, but yeah. you know, you can't not what time, not what time or like, yeah, not. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, you can control what time it is, but you know what I mean? But like so you many can't, things, but like you can't control what else is going on at that time. Yeah. And, and so many things affect time. So you can yeah. try to be getting somewhere at a certain time, but there's so many variables along the way that are going to affect what time you get there. And it could be way different the time that you get there because of all those things. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah, it's, I love it. I love thinking about it. Are we breaking down Interstellar or Run Lola Run? I, I was thinking, <laughs> <laughs> it did remind me of Interstellar at one point. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, Lola gets to her dad and says she needs 100,000 marks in the next five minutes or else. And. <laughs> Her dad's like, I've never even heard of Manny. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, know who the fuck that is? Who's Manny? I'm not giving you any money? I don't even. I don't even know who Manny is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lola screams again, though. She freaks out. Can't get the money. Yeah. Breaks his clock, and he decides to use this moment to tell Lola he's leaving her and her mother for another woman, and she's pregnant with his baby, and that Lola was never even his own child. And then he throws her out. This was harsh. It's harsh. It's 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 very harsh in the movie and not expected. No. Right? She, what are you like, expecting here? To, yeah, um I I don't know if I'm I'm not really expecting her to get the money. I'm expecting um, him to help. Yeah, so that that's the thing. Initially, initially I'm expecting him to help. Then when we're there for a little bit, when we're in his office for a little oh, bit, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. she's not getting the money. But I'm definitely thinking that that's the end of the bad news. You know, it's just like, I think that, okay, she's not getting the money. But then it just plummets. It goes so much further down a hole of he's leaving the family. He's not even her real father. You know, like all this stuff, it just keeps you digging and digging. Um, So very unexpected. And an interesting... 
interesting for it to throw it in the movie at this time you know when we've just been so like fast paced up to this point and then we hit someone we're finally at someone who can help and then just like boom we just get like floored well he was he was saying like he, he doesn't even have the money like i'm i can't help you not because i don't want to which i don't think he does but he also is like i don't have that that's a bananas yeah, idea to expect that much money from somebody yeah, I know. I, I was wondering if I was wondering about that part. Like, I don't know if if he really doesn't have it at all or what it is. I don't know who but, you yeah. could go to and say, I need this much money in like like right now. Five minutes. Like, I think I read the breakdown of how much money that is. I think 100,000 German marks is I think it was 88,000 US dollars. I think they converted okay, it to yeah. who yeah. just has 88,000 dollars lying around. Yeah, I mean, he works at a bank, so I think that's what what she was hoping for, that he could just take it out of the bank money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, after Lola gets thrown out, uh, the movie actually slows down here for about 15 seconds. Lola is standing outside. There's no music. It's just very calm, which was yeah. interesting for, like, the contrast of what we just saw happen to her. She was crying. Like, when she found out that yeah. this isn't her, like, biological dad... She just bursts into tears. Like, it's a very big moment. Yeah. And she just goes down on the street, and it's it's silent. I really liked uh, the use of silence at this point. Yeah. Then she realizes she only has two minutes left <laughs> to get to Manny. So the music kicks back in, and she takes off running. Hell yeah. Lola can't get to Manny in time, though, and he goes into the grocery store to rob it lola gets there shortly after and makes the uh, decision to help him out and they rob the grocery store and they make off with some money now dean how much do you think they got from the grocery store because i'm not getting the vibe that you get a hundred thousand from a grocery store no he was pretty sure manny was pretty sure that they would have a hundred thousand there okay. because he like he said on the phone that his buddy told him that the grocery store takes in 200,000 every day and would have 100,000 by lunchtime. So that's why he was going to go at noon. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. But it, yeah, so so it, it makes sense, but uh, when they come out, like, they're very happy, yeah. right? They're very happy and they have like bags, they do have like a bag full of money. So I think I think they have it. I think they have it. I I, I wouldn't think that our grocery stores would have that much money, but I think they have it. Yeah, like I, if I was to rob a grocery store in my city, yeah, uh, like from like the, he was robbing the cash register. It's not like a safe or anything like that. Yeah, you might get like maybe five grand, maybe. Yeah, I know. I was thinking ten, maybe if it's like a big grocery store. Although I guess one thing to keep in mind is this is back probably before they had tap and stuff like that, so it wasn't as easy yeah. to use your uh, debit and credit cards. You know, cash was a yeah. lot more prevalent. True. So maybe, maybe. Yeah. Now, complete tone shift here as they've got this money and they're really happy. Like it, I guess if they got the hundred K they're off the hook and the music, this, this like pumping techno beat, I'll throw some of the techno in as well. Just so people can understand awesome. like the rapid, rapid pace that this movie just puts on you.
Like it really yeah. just it makes you it makes you want to run. It's just like it's so For sure. intense. You want to pause the movie and just go run a couple laps around your house, come back in and finish the movie off. It uh, it did a great Definitely. job in in that so, regard. So if anybody if anyone listens to us at the gym, you're welcome. You're welcome for pumping some of this. Yeah. In. Yeah. This is where you, you throw the weights against the mirror. You're just like, rah. Right. <laughs> just start destroying some shit. Yeah. Go wild. And then run. Uh, yeah. But then you're going to have to run. Yeah. Yeah. Because you just broke some stuff. Yeah. But it'll be fun to do. The techno here changes to a really soft, pleasant oldies song. Mm. Very soothing and happy. And the movie U-Turn did something like this a year earlier. Uh, I, a movie I'm a big fan of. But it's a technique I like seeing in movies. When you have like a really chaotic moment and then you kind of shift everything with a really soft oldies song. Uh, yeah. I, I, like, um, I like seeing that in movies. Yeah. But unfortunately, Dean, the cops show up and Lola gets shot in the heart and falls to the ground dead. Shit. That was shocking. Yeah, it's shocking because we're we're 30 minutes into the movie. Yeah, she's yeah, 30 minutes in. They got their money, but she gets killed. Yeah. Then we see a flashback of Lola in bed with Manny. And she's getting serious about their relationship. She wants to know if he loves her. This was hilarious. He's just giving this. So he's giving the standard dude responses. She's like, "Do you love me?" He's like, "Uh, yeah, sure." Why? She asks. He says, "Because." Because why? She asks. Because you're the best. <laughs> and she says, "Of all the girls in the world," and he says, "Sure." It's just a great dialogue back and forth of it's like so good. a non-committal boyfriend and a girlfriend who just wants like wants to know that he is in love. It was really neat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think also I think also it's like her um, maybe not feeling good enough, not even just for him, but, you know, like for anyone, because she goes she sticks on like the but how do you know I'm the best? How do you know I'm the best one? And he's like, I guess I don't. And she's like, see? See, I'm not the best one. So I think it's, I think it's interesting that this comes right as she's been shot, you know, and, and maybe it's something that she's thinking about during these moments, you know, these, these dying moments is this sad thought of like, what if I wasn't good enough? Because in this run, uh, Manny's pretty hard on her. He's pretty hard on her not being there with the moped to pick her up from the beginning and he's pretty hard on her when she gets to the grocery store and he's robbing it. He's like, you weren't here. You weren't here on time. Well, yeah. And I wonder if it's she's fe and, and her dad, you know, and her dad being like, I'm leaving your family. This whole one is about her taking on not being good enough, you know, her taking that on. So I think that's what she's thinking right in these dying moments. Definitely. Uh, okay. So you think this was like something happening in her head at the moment? I took it literally as a flashback to a conversation they had earlier. I, I think it happened. I think the conversation happened. Um, but I think it's what she's also what she's thinking. What she's like maybe she's remembering you? it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So the movie cuts back to her lying dead on the ground. But she's not dead. She says, stop. And then we go back to the start of her run. 
And now she's going to do everything over again and try not to get killed. Cool. <laughs> great. Fucking great. First of all, I don't want her to be dead. She's fucking awesome. And when yeah. she doesn't die and then gets a second chance at it just by like saying stop and like, I don't know, rewinding reality in her mind or something. I'm, I'm super down. Yeah, whatever it is, whatever's happening, whatever's making this happen, doesn't matter because I love it. I love that it's going. I love that we're doing it again. And it's happening so fast. Like at this point, the techno has kicked back in. Uh, and when she's lying on the ground and she's like, not ready, you know, not ready to be done with it. Um, there's like a there's like a bag flying in the air of the money. And it's also cutting to that being the phone flying in the air from the beginning. And then it like comes down and lands and she runs again. You know, it's just like, it's still going. It's still fast. And so we are just so excited again at this point that the movie does such a good job to ramp us back up to that, even though we were just brought down from her being shot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the music kicked in here this time with lyrics now it had been instrumental oh, yeah, before yeah. but now it's lyrics like i felt like they were yeah. even escalating that um the actress uh franca polente is that her name yeah yeah franca yeah she sang the lyrics of that song that's her singing oh sick the song that's awesome now, the director wanted to have a dialogue going on in her head as she's running cool. but thought that might be cool. a little bit weird so instead just had her singing the lyrics to the techno song that's awesome that's awesome. Yeah, really cool. I don't believe in trouble. I don't believe in pain. I don't believe there's nothing left but running here again. I don't believe in promise. I don't believe in chance. I don't believe you can resist the things that make no sense. I don't believe in silence, cause silence seems so slow. I don't believe in energy, if tension is too low. I don't believe in panic. I don't believe in fear. I don't believe in prophecies, so don't waste any tears. She's so good in this movie, man. That's awesome. So we start with the same cartoony animated run. That's how we kick it off. This time, instead of the dog barking at her, the owner of the dog trips her and she wipes out down the stairs. She, she gets out to the street and she's hurt from the fall. So Dean, I want to, I want to get your opinion on this. This time yeah. around, she's running with a limp, like a Charlie horse. Cause she fell down the stairs. Why don't you critique her limp running? Okay. Thank you, Tim. I'll start off by saying it was amazing. It was it's amazing. Great, now I'll let you go, Dean. Thank you. Uh, what I will say here at this moment is I'm bummed. I'm bummed that she has a limp because she was cruising in that first run. I was loving that run. So when she comes out of that, that building and she's limping hard, I'm like, Oh no, she's going to be limping hard for this whole run. So I'm like, man, I'm like a bummed. I'm like, no, this is, this, she's never going to make it. You know, I'm also worried for her. She's never going to make it anywhere. She comes out, she's limping hard and it look, you know, yeah, good limp. Looks like it hurts. Love a limp chase, Tim. I mean, she's not being chased, but that's a horror thing that I love. I think a good horror chase should have a limp. <laughs> so I love the limp run. And what's great and what happens is it slowly gets better. And she yes. does such a good job of it slowly getting better where her leg is slowly like every stride is more and more useful because, you know, when you get like that Charlie horse or whatever it is, it goes away. So it's getting slowly and slowly better until she's just back, back in her full, full stride with the music pumping. And then I'm just excited again. It was amazing. It's so yeah. well done that I noticed it. 
it's the type of a yeah. thing in a movie that you won't really notice because someone just might limp for a second and then they're back to normal. Yeah. But the way that she slowly recovered in her run made me take notice. It was great. So good. We see Lola encounter the same three people again, all in a slightly different way, and their lives are affected differently this time because of it. Her dad has changed a bit as well. She gets to him uh, a bit later. Um, the baby with the mistress is no longer his. This was interesting. It's another man's. Yeah, but I, I, I'm not sure that was different than the first time. It's just Lola burst in before she could say that next thing. Okay. So she said, she said like, well, do you want to have a baby with me? And then Lola burst in. And then this right. time she says, do you have a baby? But Lola was, was slowed because of her limp. So this time she had enough time to say, what if it wasn't your baby? Right. Right. So the so first time, yeah, yeah, the, the first the time she says I'm pregnant. And then the second time yeah. there's more time and she says I'm pregnant. And then, but it's not it's, yours. It might not be yours. <laughs> yeah. All because of that limp. Yeah, and, that Who's yeah, that bastard I, 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 that tripped her? What a dick. I know, I know. Why what would the you fuck trip this a guy? girl who's running, who clearly needs to get somewhere in 20 minutes? Down the stairs. Down the stairs. He tripped her down the stairs. That's that's brutal. That guy's an a-hole. So annoying. Yeah. One, one more thing I wanted to say just about these pictures and stuff um, before we pass them, because I don't know if they come back at all after this one. Um, the encounters being good or bad have like kind of nothing to do with the outcome being good or bad. Like sometimes the encounters are worse but the outcome is better, you know, like mm -hmm. um, one guy on a bike, he gets like beat up in one of them and then he falls in love with the nurse, you know, but then when he is when when Lola's slower and he's like taking more time to talk to her because she's actually she's actually slower. I guess he misses getting beat up and then he ends up having like a horrible life after that. Yeah. Um, you know, getting into drugs and stuff. So it's it's all these the interactions not necessarily not necessarily the actual interaction being good or bad influencing whether it's good or bad in the end it's just about what you know what's happening so it's i think it's just you know a way to tell you to look at like life as just like don't focus on a little thing being good or bad because it it, it may have affected the rest of your life in a good way even if it was a bad moment it still could have affected the rest of your life in a good way something like that yeah for sure that's a great point yeah and also that you have no control over it so don't don't and don't worry have, yeah, about exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. You have no. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry about it. You have no control over. Just it. let let go of it. You know, like what's what's gonna happen will happen. So Lola walks in to see her dad. She says she needs money, so he tells her to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "I will." I like her answer. She says, "I will," <laughs> yeah. but I need the money now. I need, I need more of it right now. Yeah. Uh, Lola gets really pissed off at this uh, mistress who's there. She yells at her. Uh, the dad slaps Lola, and then Lola takes off. But this time, she grabs the gun from the security guard, who's escorting her out, and takes dad hostage. And since dad works at the bank, she's going to use him to rob it. Mm -hmm. So they go down to the teller. The teller only has 88,000 marks, though. And he says he'll have to go downstairs for the rest. This teller, dude, he couldn't have been moving any slower than he is. He was it so was, chill. It was, was so great. Yeah. Like the tension he, that gets built by this guy, literally being that guy at the office who just doesn't care. 
and won't move any faster than you know he has to. Yeah, he's just slowly doing everything, even as he's putting the money in the bag, like the eighty eight thousand in the oh, bag. So it's good. just like so slow, just one yeah. at a time. He's very confused as to what's happening. He doesn't understand if he should be doing this or not. And then he gets to 88,000. He's like, we don't have enough. I have to go downstairs to get the rest. And then, he's not right. even worried. He's just like, it's stating he's, the facts. He just looks confused all the time. And yeah. they're like, okay, go downstairs and get the rest. Okay, I'm going to go downstairs and get the, re- the rest. He slowly walks over to the elevator. He presses the button. And meanwhile, like us as viewers, we're like, dude, Lola is robbing the bank right now. Yeah. Not only are the police going to show up, but she doesn't even have this time to waste. She's only got a few minutes no. to get to Manny. So yeah. the tension, it's wonderful. Yeah. We've, ar- we've already seen her get to Manny too late. That's what we've seen already. That's what happened in the first one. So we're like, let's go. Come on, move it. Yeah. And this guy just so chill doesn't care it's the best i love your i love your saying that he's the guy that just doesn't care at work like this is the maximum stress that his job could get he works at a bank and someone has a gun in his face for money yeah <laughs> it's like the maximum stress and he is perfectly chill and just like all right okay i'll let me count it out he's counting it out so slowly yeah, if i have to go downstairs i guess i will He's like, oh, shoot, we don't have, we don't have enough. All I have is 88. Like, he was definitely wanting her to be just like, yeah, okay, I'll take good 88. Enough. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. if, if that's not good enough, then, you know, I have to go downstairs. Yeah, the rest is downstairs. And that's pretty far. Get it. Get it. <laughs> yeah. So Lola gets all 100K and she leaves. Feels like it's been forever. She walks out the door and the police are everywhere, dude. They're just waiting. They're there waiting. Guns are drawn. There's a barricade of cars there. This was great. They start shooing her out of the way because there's a bank robbery in progress. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, get out of the way. What are you trying to get killed, woman? Not even for a split second do they think that she could possibly be the one robbing the bank. So they just shoo yeah. her aside. One of the cops like tackles her out of the way. Yeah. And yeah. then she's just like, what? Wait, what? And she just gets up and runs away. Yeah, it's I guess I'll keep running. such a great moment because the first run, they see the cops and she gets shot and killed. Now yeah. we see the cops. I'm expecting her to get shot and killed. She gets sure. pushed out of the way and she runs away. Amazing. Yeah. With all the money, it's great. With all the money, yep. Now, Lola is able to get to Manny just before he walks into the grocery store here. He's very happy to see her. And as he's walking towards her, he gets run over by a van and killed. Yeah, he gets run over by an ambulance. Oh, an ambulance. Okay. And it's the it's the ambulance that she's had an interaction with in both times. Yeah. And... Yeah, so this time it was, it, 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 in the first time it had to wait for some people to cross the, cross the street with a, with a, with a plane of glass. And this time it ran right through the glass. Um, and so either that made, that probably made it extra late. That probably made the ambulance extra late to like figure out what was going on with that glass. 
that it just like bursts through. But anyways, it's that same ambulance that ends up hitting him. Yeah. Yeah. The ambulance is the ambulance is also like an maybe a fourth character that she interacts with. Although yeah. like her interactions aren't direct with the ambulance the first couple of times. It is more direct the third time. Uh, For sure. But yeah. there is something going on with, you know, the ambulance and how it's affected by her timeline. Yeah. So we cut back to them in bed. And this time it's Manny who's feeling unsure of the relationship. And, you know, this makes sense because the first time it was Lola, you know, who, who died apparently, and she was concerned with the relationship. Now Manny has died and he's concerned with their relationship. He asks her what she'd do if he died. And she basically says like, look, you haven't died yet. So don't worry about it. And then it's back to her at the beginning of her run again. Yeah. Can I just say about his, about Manny's? Sure. Um, Because I think that Manny's, while hers was about maybe not being good enough, Manny, I think it it, it gives us more of him um, that maybe he was thinking that she forgot about him and she like forgot that she was supposed to pick him up and forgot that she was going to, you know, that, that he's not important enough to her for her to have helped in that situation. I think maybe that's his worry because that's what he's asking about in bed. He's like, you just move on. If I died, you just move on. You'd find another guy in, in a second. Like you wouldn't worry. You would, everyone would be, oh, she's so strong. Cause you wouldn't even be crying. Like, so I think he's worried that, uh, yeah, he's worried in that, in those moments that maybe she wasn't there for him because she doesn't care enough. Hmm. See, that's interesting because I think we're taking these scenes differently. Because I'm, yeah. I'm not taking them as like um, a some, last moment, a last moment. I'm not taking it yeah. as like a direct correlation with what just happened in their life. It really yeah. Yeah. it really seemed to me like a flashback that um, kind of spoke to the outcome or, or possibly how yeah. they were feeling in the outcome. But uh, again, you, uh, you could take it any way you want because it's not for sure. Yeah, it's not laid out yeah. before you. I just think it's interesting that I took it one way and you're taking it a different yeah. way. Yeah, which is often yeah, the way sure. that it goes with us and, and these movies. Yeah. We, we have, you know, a couple of different views going through these, which which is great. So this time, in the animation, Lola jumps over the dog, which has now bought her a few extra seconds, because the first two times yeah. she was being delayed by this the dog and the guy. Now she jumps over yeah. them. So she's ahead of the game here. And that changes all of the chance encounters that she has with these people. And I thought this was really smart writing. Just that great. the simple thing, and you don't really realize it till the end, but the thing that was changing everything was this very first interaction with the guy and his dog. Yeah. It's the very first thing that happens. She runs down a hall, has an immediate interaction the dog barks at her the first time. She's startled, loses a second. The second time the guy trips her, she falls down the stairs, loses a, maybe a couple seconds, and then another couple seconds because she's limp running. She's limping, yeah. Now she jumps over the dog, and she's faster than ever. But that's all it yeah. took to change everything. Yeah, this is her, fa- this is her fastest time. But we're still, we're still thinking, Tim, she's been to her dad twice, <laughs> and he's not helping out, so... You know, what's going to happen? What's she's faster, sure, but like what's what's it going to what's it going to be here? Yeah. Now, Lola doesn't bump into the lady with the baby. She completely avoids her. The guy on the bike ends up running into the homeless guy who has the bag of money. Yep. And he sells that guy his bike. So homeless guy's got a bike now. 
the guy in the car who Lola's kind of been like rolling over his hood and causing him to crash yeah. and get in an accident with like some big muscle heads. Uh, that doesn't happen. She doesn't like roll over his car. So he doesn't crash and have this accident. And the dad doesn't find out about the baby and he leaves the office because he has a meeting with the guy in that car who in the previous right. two encounters got in an accident and was late to pick up dad. But now that yeah. guy didn't get in the accident. So he drives to the office faster than Lola can run there to pick up the dad. So the dad's leaving the office. They had a great um, split screen edit here where the dad's walking out of the building as Lola's trying to run and get there as fast as she can. And yeah. she needs him to be there, but he's like, basically escaping without knowing anything's going on really really cool it's, um, it's so good it's so good that she's faster this time and that's what makes her dad not even be there it's just so good it's just that again that thought of time where it's like oh if i could have just been there faster it's like well if you would have just been there faster maybe that person wasn't even there <laughs> you know exactly. maybe they weren't even there yep. yeah yeah so lola doesn't make it to him in time and she starts running with her eyes closed. And she says, help me, please, just this once. I keep on running, okay? I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And she hears a horn, big semi horn. And she's just about to get hit by the semi, but she opens her eyes, she looks around, and she sees a casino. Now, great. Do you know what this reminded me of? What? I think I've, I think I mentioned this on one of our episodes before. Uh, back when I, uh, a, a little old Tim had his paper route back when I was probably like, I don't know, probably 11, 11 or 12. No, probably, yeah. probably 11. Uh, we had to go collect, like he had to go to the houses and collect the money. And it was like a dark October night. And I was bored. I was bored out of my mind doing this collecting. I started playing a little game where I'd close my eyes and see how long I could run for before I <laughs> opened them out of, out of like terror of like, right. I, my yeah. eyes have been closed for too long. What am I going to run into? Yeah. And I closed my eyes. I'd done it a few times, you know, that night and I was feeling pretty brave about it. I was like, I'm going to go really far now. And I closed my eyes and started running and I woke up lying on the ground I had I had run into the back of a parked car that was like way up ahead. And just knocked yourself I, out. I like knocked myself. I, I didn't knock myself out, but I knocked myself to the ground. And maybe awesome. actually I maybe knocked myself out. I felt like yeah, really weird. A little bit, probably. Probably. I had like cuts on my face and stuff like that. I remember going oh, home. Oh my goodness. Uh the parents were gone. Granny, Granny was babysit babysitting. And I remember right. opening the door and, and she just said like what happened to you? Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't, I don't know what I said, but I was probably concussed. Look, I ran into yeah. a parked car, like full clip. Yeah. Was, With your eyes closed. So no, eyes closed. no stopping no bracing, at all. Yeah. Just ran no into No bracing it. yourself. That's what this reminded me of. When she's running with her eyes closed, That's amazing. I'm like, yeah. watch out for that parked car. What? Yeah. Watch out. It's coming. It's coming. Parked car is what you hit. Yeah. Don't do that, everybody. It's not, no, it's bad. not worth it's it. It's bad. It's not worth it. No, it, it what, what was I it trying to prove? 
I don't know, Tim. I think I was just like having fun. I was just playing a game. I was. Just, I don't think I was trying yeah. to prove anything. I'm just like, let's see how far I can go before I chicken out and open my eyes. <laughs> and it turns out I didn't chicken out soon enough. No, you you didn't chicken I out. Blew you it. did a good. You did a good job. You succeeded. No, I, and what you got was well, the yeah, back of a car. That's right. I lost. I think that was a win. I think you won. The I won, game. but I lost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So Lola looks around. She sees this casino. Dean, tell us about the casino scene. She goes into the casino. What casino happens? Casino scene's great. Okay. She goes into the casino. Here's what I here, here's the first thing I love about it. She goes up to the teller at the front of the casino and she says, How does this work? And the and the lady says, uh, you give us or you you exchange money for chips. Or you like you give us your money and then you lose it in there or something like she said something about like you give us all your money. Um, It was great. So she she buys one chip for a hundred hundred marks, I guess. Um, She doesn't even have enough. She's got she has ninety nine twenty. She has ninety nine twenty, but she negotiates. She negotiates a hundred. She just asked. She's like, can I have a hundred? Yeah. Yeah, she just said, can I have 100? She had 99.20. She said, can I have 100? And then she goes walking in with her 100. Everybody in here is dressed of fancy. Everyone in here is wearing suits, wearing fancy dresses. She's still in her, you know, her blue tank top, her green pants. Well, it's weird, too, because the lady said, you can't come in here dressed like that. Right. Yeah, she did. But then she does go in. Yeah. Yeah, she does go in. She like she kind of just drops it there because I guess she sees... I don't know the desperation, <laughs> the concern, and the desperation. Yeah, on Lola's face. So she goes in the casino. This is not where I thought this movie was going. She goes in the casino. She puts. She goes to roulette, the roulette table. So there's a bunch of ways to bet on roulette. Um, and one of the ways to bet on roulette is just to bet on a number. And if you bet on a number, I think there's 36 numbers, so you get uh, like 36 to one, or however many numbers there are. That's what you get back. And uh, so she puts it on the hundred hundred marks. She puts it on 20. For the 20 minutes, I think, that she has each time she does this run. She puts it on 20 and uh, they spin it and she gets it. She gets 20. So she gets, you know, her 3,600 or 3,500, whatever they said they gave gave her. That's not enough, though. That's not enough. So she lets it ride. Lets it ride on the 20. Everyone's real concerned. Everyone, at the, I think this is really funny at the casino. Everyone just being real concerned. Oh, we need to see you for a moment, ma'am. <laughs> like, well, I think that might have been about her appearance. I think they. Oh, that's like, okay. She, yeah, actually, not, that's true. She's not that's supposed true. to be in there yeah. looking like that. So I think they wanted no, to no, talk to her No, no, that's a very good it. point. Because this would draw attention. Yeah. Just having such a big bet on a number would draw attention. So maybe that's why. Yeah, I like that. And she's like, just one game. Just one more game. And so she puts it on the, she puts it on the 20. And then she just starts clenching her fists and screaming as that ball is going around the roulette wheel. And we like, we've seen the scream. We've seen the scream twice now. This is the biggest one. This is the biggest scream that we've seen her do. And it's great how she's just like so clenched and just screaming and staring at it. And the ball lands in 20 again. And whatever, 36 times 36 or 35 times 35. Uh, anyways, it's going to be over 100,000 marks. It's 126 or something like that. Um, she gets it and she walks out. She got all the money. She just played 20 twice. Yeah. Yeah. She played, yeah, 20 for the, definitely the 20 minutes. Um, also, the first two running sequences were 20 minutes each. 
So there's like, yeah, they're, they're, figured, they're yeah. playing with the 20 in the movie. Yeah. She screams that ball into the 20. That's what happens that second time. Like you can see as yeah. she's screaming, the ball takes like a beeline into the 20. Now, because she's, she's, she's screamed and like broken stuff before. Things are breaking. Like a, yeah, things are breaking, but it's never like affecting stuff. But like in the casino, things are breaking. It's her biggest scream. And that ball. Yeah, you're right. That ball takes a little a little turn into the 20. Yeah, we take we watch it take a sharp turn. So she definitely affected yeah. that. Yeah. Incredible camera shot on the roulette wheel here where the roulette wheel is spinning one way. The ball is spinning the other way. And then yeah. it lands in the 20. And we don't know what it's going to land in. We don't know yeah. what number, but it has landed. And it slowly comes around to the camera, revealing to us that it was 20. It's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. And yeah. it, it was, I read it was a real shot. They were just sitting there rolling the roulette ball until they got it in 20. And amazing. it happened in one of the first couple of rolls that oh, they just nailed they it. Losing their mind. You'd probably book like an entire day for that shot. Because for sure. what yeah. are the chances you're going to land it on 20? That could take, that could take forever. Yeah. Well, and landed on 20 and in the angle that it did, because like, you're right, it it spun all the way around before we could see what it is. So that's like the dramatic effect. Like right. if it just it fell in 20 where we could visibly see it, that's not the shot they want, right? They want it to hit and then spin all the way around. They yeah. would have kept that shot, but this one was perfect. It was a perfect right. okay. shot. Yeah. 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 Awesome. It's so good. And then I love her. I love her leaving the casino. She's got her bag of money. She's leaving and everybody is just standing there and has no fucking idea what just happened they're just looks on their faces of all the people in the casino as she walks out is incredible yeah it was weird it was like another like yeah. really eerie slow down quiet moment where the entire casino yeah. every single person in the casino is looking at her as she's walking out nobody's saying a word nobody knows what to make of anything it's just completely quiet it was very weird but another one of these like it's been so intense and then they just slow it down for a few seconds so you can catch your breath. Yeah. And I think after that scream that she had, like that scream was so loud. Everyone was just like covering their ears. They would just be like, what just happened? Yeah. Like I would just be turning and looking and be like, she just screams so loud, but then like it did land on her number. Like what is going on? Who is this person? Yeah, exactly. I think it was 35 to one as well. 35 okay that yeah I, I always thought it was 37 but like there must be that might be right but yeah there whatever might be 35 numbers whatever she got for hitting 20 was 30 because she bets 100 okay. she gets 3500 yeah. then she okay. lets that roll and gets up to like whatever like 120 right. something yeah. 120 yeah so lola has three minutes to get to manny who has now seen the homeless guy ride past on the bike so Manny Great. pulls his gun on him and Manny takes his money back. Yeah. Great. Great. Uh, really cool part here where after Manny takes his money, he says, I'm sorry. Like, sorry for robbing you of this like fortune, you know, that you just had, but that it, you found it, but it belongs yeah. to me. And the homeless guy says, well, what about me? At least give me the gun. Great moment. Really great moment here. Because what did you think was going to happen here, Dean? Oh, I thought for sure the homeless guy was going to shoot him in the back. For sure. That's exactly what you think. You think Manny yeah. is going to be gracious enough to give him the gun and the homeless guy is going to turn the gun right back on him 
and take the yeah, money and take the money. We've known enough in the movie to like know that that's going to happen. So yeah. you have enough time to go through that scenario in your head and consider that Manny's not going to give him the gun for that exact for sure. reason. For so sure. it's a great yeah, moment yeah. because you actually don't know what's going to happen. You expect right. one thing might happen, but you know enough about the characters that you don't think it would happen. And then you're just kind of left with like, where is the movie going to take us? Is the movie going to give him the gun? Or is Manny going to be like this a-hole who's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm taking the money and the gun and you can have nothing. Uh, yeah. I thought it was a great moment. Manny gives him the gun. And that's it. The, the homeless guy just has it's the gun. Good. He likes the gun. He just has a gun. That's, that's it. it. He lets him go. I let him go. Yeah, I think the the two runs before this have ended so tragically. You know, they've gotten the money in both of them, and then one of them's died in both of them. So here, it would be so tragic that Lola got the money at the casino, but then Manny chasing after the money got shot. I was I thought that that's what was going to happen. For sure. Like, well, this movie's ending very sad. Yeah. Again, this runs ending very sad tragically, where she had the money and he gets shot because he went after it. It doesn't. It doesn't happen. And you're like, okay, okay, <laughs> let's see what happens now. Yeah, I read that the director said if he was to do a sequel, it would be about what the bum does with the gun. I mean, that would be. That would be interesting. I'd watch the shit out of that movie. It would be interesting. Yeah. I, I also like that. Obviously, I like that the the bum comes by on the bike um, because he has the bike now and he never got it in the other two. And that's why Manny sees him. Yep. And so like that, that Lola's um, Lola's speed is what made Manny see the bag. You know, there's nothing else that changed it. But like, except for Lola, you know, it's been all Lola's stuff that her speed that she's going through this changing everyone's lives, basically. So I, I liked this one that it was something that she did that chain reacted into something that he saw. Yeah. You know, well, instead that, that's of like, I, I guess I'm effect. saying instead that's of something he did, you know, and instead of something like different that he did, maybe because she's the one that's changing the, the run. Yeah, she's the one that's affecting everything with her, her run. Yeah. Yeah. So Lola... This time jumps into that ambulance that has always driven past her. She decides to jump yeah. in. That's obviously going to be faster. So she gets, she gets yeah. in. She gets out at the grocery store. We see Manny getting out of Thug Ronnie's car. Ronnie's pinching his cheeks. So it looks like everything's okay. Then the music cuts out. And we see Manny pretty far away. And he's slowly walking towards Lola with no music happening, dude. No music. Yeah. And I'm yeah. waiting for something terrible to happen. Of course. I'm waiting for someone to get hit by a train, yeah. car, airplane, helicopter, who knows what. But he walks up to her and he asks, what happened to her? Did she run here? Then they Great. start to walk away. Manny asks her, what's in the bag? She smirks, and the end. Great. So they have paid off their debt, and now they have more than 100,000 marks. Yeah. What a great 20 minutes. What a great 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> the best 20 minutes. Manny doesn't have a gun anymore, so he doesn't. he won't get into trouble anymore. You know, it's great. All of it's great for these two. That was a great movie, man. I had a lot of fun with so that. Um, yeah. Actually had, you know, almost as much fun breaking it down 
as I did watching it. That was a lot of fun to talk about. Really, really cool. I definitely recommend anyone check that movie out. That it's just something that's something really unique. Uh, If you can't stomach subtitles, then I think you're out of luck. I heard the like English dub of this movie is one of the worst dubs in history. So you might just want to avoid that. But if, if you're someone who doesn't mind subtitles, check this movie out. It's a really fascinating work of art. Yeah, it is. It is just, you know, straight up one of my favorite movies. I thought that after the first time I watched it and then I figured, well, I'm just like riding the high off this movie. You know, it can't be one of my favorites because, you know, it's just it just was so fast paced and great. I'm just riding the high after revisiting it this week and and watching it a couple times this week. It's there. It's there for me. You know, it's one of my favorites, you know, top hundred, top hundred for sure. Maybe more like I just I just love it and I will watch it so many times. It's under an hour 20. I think it comes in, if you stop it when the credits start rolling, I think it comes in under an hour 20. I'm going to watch it so many times in my life. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, it has to be under an hour 20 because if it was any longer, you'd have a heart attack while you're watching it. It's <laughs> yeah, <just> so <laughs> definitely. You're just on the edge of your seat the whole time. Yeah. Really yeah. cool though. Really cool. Great movie. Love it. Love it. Yeah. All right, everybody. If you'd like to uh, help support us here at Talking Back, there's a few ways to do it. You could uh, let your friends know about the show. Let them know that you listen to Talking Back and uh, see if they'll check it out as well. You could also leave us a review and a five-star rating on iTunes. That will help more people find our show. You could consider leaving a donation for us at buymeacoffee.com slash talkingback. Or you can sign up at patreon.com slash talkingbackpodcast where you can unlock exclusive episodes. And now that this episode is done, we recommend you head over to bfopnetwork.com and check out one of the other amazing podcasts in our nostalgia-based network. There's something for everyone. We promise it. Dean, thank you for joining. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. We wrestled the demon Pazuzu in The Exorcist. Your mother is in here, Karis. Would you like to leave a message? I'll see that she gets it. We hooked the fisherman killer Ben Willis, and I know what you did last summer. Oh, you got a letter? I got run over, Helen gets her hair chopped off, Julie gets a body in her trunk, and you get a letter. That's balanced. We survived a summer away with the angel of death, Angela Baker, in sleepaway camp. Look what I did. I packed you and your cousin some goodies for the ride up to camp. Wasn't that nice of me, hmm? But we ain't seen nothing yet. Join Alex and Dean of the Return Revenge Resurrection Podcast as we go toe-to-toe with the ever-resourceful Michael Myers. I shot him six times! Be there as we discuss the Halloween franchise in its entirety, from John Carpenter's beloved 1978 classic through David Gordon Green's epic forthcoming finale. I shot him in the heart! We cover it all. The good, the bad, and the bloody. Return Revenge Resurrection, a podcast that slashes its way through horror movie franchises. You don't know what death is. New episodes every Thursday, available wherever podcasts are found. I told everyone!